Parsha begins with the Dalad Lashoni Shalgule. Lochena Molovne Israel, Vaitsesi Estamitaka Sivlois Mitzrayim, Hitsalti Eschem, Vigoalti Eschem, Velokarti Eschem. And clearly, I'm not going to go into this now. Barichas, each one of these Lashonis of Gaula represents a whole different Shlav. A whole different level of gula. The maral is marich, but it's already in the rishonim. This distinction between each level. Clearly, the highest level is velokachti eschem lilo. We become an am yisrael, become am Hashem. That's really the cheres olam. When we say in the morning that the Ebishter took us out lecheres olam, right? That cheres olam is, is matter. Because Avodim, we, we had many times we were Avodim. Since it is Mitzrayim. Cheres Olam, that's the Torah, is the Cheres Olam. So you would think that when the Rabbani Shem is telling us what's the Tachlis of all of this, of the Veitsesi, Veitsalti, Vigoalti, Velokachti, the Tachlis is the Velokachti. Right? What has to stay with us? The Velokachti. All of them should stay with us, but the lokachti, that's like the main thing. I will take you as an am. So what does the Pasuk say? Which is the first one. So basically the Pasuk says that the ultimate, after it's miskayim, v'yitzesi, v'yitzalti, v'galti, v'lokachti, What's going to be the Ruma Ma'ila? What's going to be the highest level? And then you, and then you will know. What's going on? So there's a lot of pirushim. Some of you may remember we spoke about the Gansinim from Akkoros. I'll tell you, I'm not going to go into that now. I want to talk about more in the in the avoid of Klal Yisrael. Clearly, this was a message to Klal Yisrael. That, that yes, the first shlav, which was l'chayra, nothing more than the way the many explained, the koshi hashibud went down a little bit, right? Or completely during the makas. We still have Adam, we're still in Mitzrayim, we're still, but we were, we, the, work, the work eased off. So that was the, the sevel, the sevel, the, the, that work was, but I'm going to share with you an idea, Saida Maral says, Inside the Briskerov says B'Shem his father, Abchaim. And I hold that that's Mamish a tremendous yesoid to think about, to take away from this week's parasha. The pasta continues, and it says that Kodesh Baruch Hu tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Fa'yidabra Hashem al Moshe vel Aaron, Fa'yitzavim el Bnei Yisroel vel Pari Melech Mitzrayim, Lohitiyaz Bnei Yisroel Meherot Mitzrayim. So obviously this is a difficult pasuk to read. I'm talking about to translate. Because the commandment for Klai Yisrael to leave Mitzrayim wasn't given on Bnei Yisrael. That's Pari has to send them out. Right? But the pasuk is, Vayitzavim el Bnei Yisrael ve'el Pari yamelech Mitzrayim lohoitzi es Bnei Yisrael me'eretz Mitzrayim. Vayitz dechois, Chazal were bothered with this. With this question. That it's mashma in the pasuk that there was some kind of tzivu to Bnei Yisrael here. 
And the Yerushalmi, in Rosh Hashanah, it's a very famous Yerushalmi. Because of that Yerushalmi, we was like at Shmuz from Rebbe Shmulevitz. One of his beautiful Shmuzim. Shari Chaim, beautiful Shmuz, he says. The Yerushalmi actually says, Al-Matzivim, Taka was the Bnei Yisrael. He did. At this moment, Hashem gave us a Tzivuy, Al-Pasha Shiluach Avodim. There's a mitzvah of Shiluach Avodim. Yoivel, after six years, there's times when there's Shiluach Avodim. So the Ebishter gave us now the mitzvah of sending away Avodim. Does it does? What's going on? First of all, what's it doing here? So that Reb Chaim Shulevitz and Shtikol talks about. What's it doing here, Bechal? Right? We didn't have Avodim yet. We were Avodim. We didn't have Avodim. Avodim is gemolt, wasn't Gemolt in the Midbar either. And actually, Reb Chaim Shulevitz in his Shmuz, Bar Chava, he also talks about that. He talks about Parshas Avodim being given in Parshas Mishpat. Also, it's so far away. Avodim, when is it going to be Negea? Way, way in the future. Why is that the first mitzvah in Parshas Mishpatim? But there, it's a good kasha, but there it's a smaller kasha than this kasha. Here we're holding nowhere. We're holding nowhere. And the Abishta now is giving us this tzivah. You look in the Novi Yilmiya. This... This of Chaim Shmulevitz, that's going really on the Gemara, a Yerushalmi in Rosh Hashanah. That Yerushalmi makes this drasha. That, that Hashem commanded us to free Avodim. You look in the Novi Yirmiya, and you realize, that the Novi Yirmiya is Mechaivos, that we have to be Moisif, to what Chaim Shmulevitz says. Because I'll share with you what Chaim Shmulevitz says. But the Yerushalmi, the, 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 the Pasuk in Yirmiya says more than the Yerushalmi. Yishami just says, here Hashem gave us a mitzvah of Shiloh Chavod. How's that exactly Yishami? The Novi Yirmiya calls this a bris. There was a bris between us and the Rabbani Shalayim. And the Novi says, There was a bris that Hashem made a covenant to, to take us out of Mitzrayim. He made a bris. And the bris was, we have to send away the Avod. It was almost a but not just that. You read the Psukim there in the Novi. It's Nervoyim. The Psukim in the Novi Yamashma, that because we were Nikshal in the parish of Shiluch Avodim, for that reason, we went into gold. We had a Chum. Shiluch Avodim, that's why I'm saying the psukim in Yirmiya are mechayev us to go even further. Reb Chaim Shulevitz opens up the Indian. Opens up the Indian. Chaim Shulevitz says that right now we felt what it means to be an Evid. Right now we felt. Right now we were under the whips of Pari and Mitzrayim. We felt, we felt the whips. And the Mela, later on, you know, when we're al when we're living comfortably, we forget what it means to feel like an Evid. So Hashem gave us the parasha Shiluch Avodim now. Now when we could be Margish. Now when we could feel what an Evid feels like. That's Dosushen and That's a different, that's an Andalavot. Kiyodua, the famous mice, the different Gedele Yisrael did the same thing when they used to raise money in the wintertime for Anim. 
So they would, they would have the person, the benefactor that would be giving them the money, they would have him walk out of the house and the gavir would, would, would ask him to come in and sit by the fireplace. You have Adam Gogol, you don't want him to sit outside and stand out in the cold. And they would refuse. Amaisa said over from many different Gedalias, so it's Elu Veilu Divilakim Chayim. And they said, the answer that they gave was, no, when I'm raising money from you, for a family that doesn't have money to heat the house, I want you to feel what they feel. I don't want to sit in your couch in front of the fireplace, cozying up, talking about a Jew who's nebuch in the cold. Let's talk out here. Let's get a sense of what that person feels like. Let's talk he- out here where it's 20 degrees. Let's talk about the guy who's, this is his, this is his temperature. This is what he lives in. So B'chaim Shmulevitz, in, in that approach, takes that approach. But as I said, it's a murder de Gavart. You have to be kind of it, you have to take it and learn from it. At the same time, it's the beginning of understanding this parasha. It's not the end. Because why would the Navi then make this a precondition to Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Why would this be a Sibas Hagolos? So you see that there was more to it. It wasn't just, hey, it was a good zman to tell them about Shiluah Chavodim. It was a good time for them to feel what it feels like. There's, a, there's a, a, a deeper, even a deeper idea of what they had to feel now. And that this became a tanai. But I think there's one other nakuda to be omen on here. And that is where this mitzvah is found. Where the mitzvah is found. If this mitzvah was found at the, at the end by Parsha's boy, Bishas Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, I would understand. It was a bris. It was a covenant for Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. How, whatever, how, whatever the explanation is, Hashem told us, tonight, you want to go out? This is what I'm telling you. This is what you have to do. You have to be shalech avodim. I understand. But where is this Pesach found? This Pesach is found when Klaus told themselves, Le'shomu we weren't even ourselves ready to go out. We ourselves weren't able to absorb Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. What's the Pesach before? And Moshe tells the Rabbani Shalom, What's the response to that? Mamish, What's the, what's, what's the hemshech? What's the connection? It doesn't belong here, Bechlal. If, if the only point here is Hashem is making a condition, Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim, good, so that should be it. When, the, when we're holding by Yitzhiyaz Mitzrayim. Here we're not even holding by Mara. We're not even holding by the beginning of the Seder. Christ are not even listening. They're not listening. That's, that by me is also a shtickle marafi zigar. So I'll tell you a pshat that really is, is riding on the maral and, and the briskerov b'shem rebchayim. But it's, it's, it, it will open up this idea as well. Very much so. You know, there's a yid. I don't know how much, how observant he is. I hope he's observant. He's a yid in Eretz Yisrael, famous Russian refusenik. Mamish lived in Messir Snefesh. 
in Russia for years. He was put into jail. His name is Sharansky. He's one of the most famous, you know, refuseniks. So you know by me, if a person has a person says something that's good, we have to learn from it. So the famous story with him, I think he got freed in Tovshin Memvov. But his last, his last, uh, you know, back and forth with the Russian government was that they threw him into Siberia. They threw him in Siberia for a while. And the judge, the judge that paskened on him that he should go to Siberia, they have, it's already been, you know, it's been publicized, his, his conversation with the judge. A powerful word that he told the judge. He told the judge after the judge sentenced him to Siberia. He said, right now, he says, I just want to tell you something. Your honor or whatever you are. I want to tell you something. Right now, it looks like I'm the prisoner. I'm the prisoner. You sent, you sent me now. You're sending me to Siberia. You're going, home, you're going home to have hot soup, right? I'm going to freeze in Siberia. Who knows if I'll ever make it out of there alive. You're going to have hot soup. So it looks like, well, Marianne, it looks, you're, you're free and I'm a slave. I just want to let you know something. Your honor. I'm free. You're a slave to the Russian government. You're a slave to the Russian government. Everything you do is, you're a puppet. And I'm free. Because I have my belief system. I have what I hold of. I'm doing what I feel. Okay, so you're putting me there. You're putting me there. You're putting me there. A bit. I go to vault. Later, when he immigrated to Eretz Yisrael, he said a second good vault. He made a mistake because he, he didn't learn the sugya. If he would have learned the sugya, he would have changed his vault a little bit. But he said, I came, I finally came to Eretz He says, I got free. 1986. You, a lot of people wanted to make him then, you know, he should become a professor, speak in, uh, have speaking engagements. I, I become a that's what he should do. Instead, he became like a shtickle Eved Lutzibur. He became a pu- public service. So he said, He said, David HaMelech was the loichem, the warrior for Klal Yisrael. He says, he made sure Klal Yisrael, they should stick to the Messiah and to the, the right ethics and to keep Yiddish. He says, we need both. Here he made a, his big mistake was that if he would have learned Shas Abyssal, he would have realized that Dovid Amelech was the Moira Derech for Klal Yisrael. He wasn't the general, was the side job of Dovid Amelech. He was a general, Dak. That was his side job. His real job was Galia Mesichte, Toivli Yom Bechatzirecho. Dovid Amelech, again, he was the Madrich of Klal Yisrael. We didn't need Yeshaya. We didn't have to wait for Yeshaya to be Moira Sanuchnias. But he said, if my whole thing would have been to fight to come to Israel, it would end now. He says, but I have to also be a shtiklish. I have to fight for, for the spirit of Christ. Does he have the hadroch of the shulchanach? I don't know. I don't know him. I can't tell you. I, I don't know him. But I could only say that. As the vote, the vote, I go to vote. The morale says that we were avodim in Mitzrayim, when we were slaves in Mitzrayim, he says, there's two parts to Avdus, the morale says. The morale says, there's an Eved in Kop. You're a slave. It's a mentality. person's an Eved for year after year after year, and you're brutalized, and you're treated inhumanely. 
you could start becoming yourself an Eved in, 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 in your, in your, in, in your in psyche. Memelo, you could free the person. The Chnochal Tzan Eved. He's the Chnochal Tzan Eved. He can't even think anymore. He can't, he can't think straight anymore. He's, he's an Eved. That's the Pasuk. They couldn't even understand, they couldn't even appreciate freedom. They were, they were absorbed in slavery. They were mamisha. The morale says that's the first shlav of gula. To make a person have a musik to understand what it means, you're not, you don't have to be an epit. You could be unleashed from Avdus. That's the, that's the first shlav. That's the first shlav. The Briskerov, B'Shem Reb Chaim, says that there's an Eved, there's a Musig of an Eved, and then there's a Metzias of an Eved. The Musig of an Eved is this idea of the morale. Will you yourself feel you're an Eved? You feel you're an Eved. Rabbi Sabi Shino goes further than that. It's much, it's much deeper than that. In the Velt, you could see this as Bechush. People go through challenging experiences, and there's two ways to come out of a challenging experience. There's two ways. Look at the Holocaust, Rahman al-Islam. Some people walked out of the Holocaust, Rahman al-Islam. They gave up everything. They gave up everything. Threw away Yiddishkeit, Emunah, every, Messiah, everything they threw it away. They went through so much, that was their, that was their takeaway. The Hadron Aloch, that was their takeaway, to throw everything away. There's a famous Meister with Rebelezer Silbel and Wiesel, you know, one of the big uh, activists, Jewish activists. He said over Meister, once Taguda honored him, and he got up to speak, and he said, a Meister with Rebelezer Silbel, Zechat Tzadik Levroch. Rebelezer Silbel was very involved, the Varatzola, after the war, during the war, after the war, he went to the deportation camps. So, Wiesel said the following story. He got up and he said, I want to tell you, Rabbi Sayyamaisa. He said, Rabbi Silva came to the camp. This is after they were liberated. But people were shivrei, shivrei shvarim. And he says it was a Friday. And Rabbi Silva came with a box of sedurim. Abyssal Michael for Shabbos. And he wanted to fear Shabbos. The Nebuch, the people, the Holocaust survivors should have had the first experience of Emma's Shabbos. And they made a Kabbalah Shabbos. And he encouraged everybody should come to Daven. He said, I have to be moides hatoy anoichi maske ayoyim. I didn't come. He says, I want you to know, Rebbe Leza Silva saw me outside, not coming in. He came. And he got me to come back Basimcha, with a couple of words he told me. So what was the couple of words? He said, Relaza Silva came to me, he said, my brother, why aren't you joining us? He said, I'll tell you. He says, when I was in the concentration camp, there was one Jew who somehow managed to, to, to sneak out of Sidon. And he had a Sidon at Tehillim Dalton in the camp, in the concentration camp. He says, Betchila, I was mispoiled from the guy. The guy managed to to get a sit down. He says, then I saw lines of people 
you know, off hours, which would borrow the siddur for a few minutes from him. Vaita, unbelievable. Then it became this gala, then it became known to me that he rents the siddur out. He rents the siddur. The Hainu, you want to borrow the siddur? Give me a piece of bread. Now, if you went through the Holocaust, Rahman al Islam, the people that went through it, you know what a piece of bread is? It's asking you for your neshama. Your neshama. Just like you wouldn't give away your plate of chont. Imagine Shabbos, your plate of chont. How much does your plate of chont work for you? Worth for you? I'm talking about one plate of chont. That's all you have. One plate of chont. You're not giving that away. Only for a mechir godl. Bazeid. This is the, this was high of Tuluyim on a piece of bread, and these starving, emaciated Jews never had to give this guy a piece of bread or a potato to get a sidel. So he made a business out of it. He says, "Then and there, I was makabel." This is Wiesel talking. That I will never use a sidel again. Help! That was my takeaway. Doesn't give my he said, Relaza Silver looked at me. He started crying. He said, My Buddha, why are you looking at that one sick person, Nebuch? Why aren't you looking at the Jew that's giving away his bread, his life to say a capital till him? Forget about that guy. You're going to now model your life if the enemy is shooting out. And he thought for a second, he went, Ah, it's so true. He ran in. He said, arm in arm, I went in with the blazer. I don't know if you realize what a powerful story this is. Why it's such a powerful story. The same event. You could go up a level or you could go down a level. Okay? Last night, somebody's in my house. They're dividing a Yerusha. Brothers. Very wealthy brothers. Very, very wealthy. Very, very wealthy. A whole different level. Not, uh, not the normal wealthy. Wealthy, wealthy. Machlekes. over a small piece. Small piece of the Yerusha. The small piece of the Yerusha could support everybody in this room for many years. That little piece that is Machlekes. One of the brothers, in my opinion, after speaking to both of them, is Takashtikul Ganev. He's trying to get the, besides for his couple of, his couple hundred million, he's trying to get this, not a piece, not a piece, not a ten million, not a piece, not a piece, right? The other one is Erlach. I'm trying to make sure. It was going very difficult. Very difficult. At the end, I had a conversation with this brother, the Erlicha brother. And the end of the conversation, Baruch Hashem, we, we made a pshara. Everything worked out. But part of what I told him was Mamish Disvart. His whole, his whole which is going on already for a year, this Machloikas is going on a year, and it could go on for another 20 years, and it could go on with their children also, you should know. Because I've seen that also. 
I've seen cousins that don't go to each other's chasanas because of the parents' Muhammad over Yerusha. So it's not a dover, it's not a dover rachik. I said, I want to see something. Do you think your brother, the whole thing became principal already. The Erlacher brother was, well, I'm not, I should lose $15 million? He's just a chakanib. It's not I can't afford, of course I can afford $15 million. I can flush it down the toilet tomorrow. Not changing my breakfast. But I should, he's, I should go and I should, that was the whole, I said, think about it. Your brother is so unwell. He's such a chayla. Ashrecha. Ashrecha. That you don't, you're not, you don't suffer from that illness. Of trying to swindle for another couple of, another 10, 15 million dollars. When you don't, money that you need like a lochem baitim. Ashrecha. You should wake up in the morning, tomorrow morning, make shaloya sani like my brother. Besides loya sani goy, loya sani kochi. Right? So what are you doing instead? You're hopping zechon a shtickle to your brother. Let me, let me be like him a shtickle. Let me also, let me also be a shtickle diseased. Why should he be the only sick one? Let's split the sickness too. It's part of Yerusha. Let's make a chalukah on the, on the sickness. If Mamish turned his brain around, Mamish turned his brain around, he went, you're so right. You're so right. Happily he was Mavata. Happily he was Mavata. I hope one day that I'll try to be Mirapa, the, the other one. But, but that's where it was holding. An experience, you could go through an experience, the same experience, the same difficult experience, you could be Nis'ala, or you could Hashem go down. Look at the Kloisenberg Rebbe. Look at look at the the, the blue Rebbe. Look at look at people that went through the Holocaust. They became giants from from the same experience. Yenah says, "I'm never going to daven again," and Yenah's halzuchon to zaynemune a thousand times higher. The same event, the same tears. That's the koyach of a benod. I want you know, Rabbi Yisai Bismanazer today, as we speak. Every day there are people, serial killers, serial rapists, serial, serial all behemoths. Right? Most of them have a miser. You'll read in the, and many of them are victims. Many, not, not a couple. Many, many are victims themselves. They were abused. They were tortured. And what did they do from that? They became a shtickle like that. They went through that experience and that was their Hadron Aloch. Their Hadron Aloch was, I'm also going to be an abuse. I'm not saying they made a conscious decision. I'm going to do that. But it degraded them to the degree that they became part, they became a chaluk of their oppressors. Their oppressors became their rabbeim. And that's what they live like. And there are people, mamish the opposite. They start moistness to help these kind of people. Because they were victims. You have Yusoyimim who started, but the Right? 
the same event, the same, you go through the same zach. Are you nisaleh? Do you, do you, do you elevate yourself? Or do you nebuch? You go down. And that's the difference between the people. Again, I'm not, we're talking about major trauma. I'm talking about daily nisyonis. There are people that are nisaleh from the nisyonis, and there are people that go down. Every day. I have that experience every single day. A guy does a stickle avala to you, what's your, what's your, what's your takeaway from that? You got, you got pained? What's your takeaway from that? Let me get him back? What's your takeaway from that? Wow, it's painful. That's, that's a terrible thing. I want to be somebody that gives people pleasure, not pain. What, what, what's your takeaway? What do, you, what do you walk away from, from such a mice? It's a different world. The emiss is Zion Dikan Eved and Mitzrayim for so many years being whipped, being lashed, being this, could make a person into merciless. Merciless. You become a chalik from your from your Rebbe. Your Rebbe Paloi, Or the opposite. You could be Misawa. You could mamish have an embassy at Yisrael Mitzrayim, where you, you elevate yourself. You saw the, the lack of humanity, it makes you a bigger person. It makes you a person that's shaylet on yourself. It makes you an embassy ben Chayyim. That's Shilu Chavodim. Shilu Chavodim came and and after Abisul Fakert from Abchayim. Also, they're both Elu Elu. That Fakert, a person who became an Ebed and was brutalized. He could become less sensitive. He has an Evan mentality. Part of an Evan mentality is abused mentality. I'm abused. I'm, ab- I'm abused. Becomes an abuser. That becomes a chalik of who you are. Zokt Moshe Rabbeinu Tzikhal Yisrael, the tachlis of this Yitzhiyah, is to change the music of how you think, like the Briscoe was saying, don't be this person. Don't be who you are. You you, Pari got you to such a level. You're a slave. Your, your brain is a slave. Your thinking is a slave. We both got a tzivu here. Pari got a tzivu to free us physically, and we got a tzivu that we should be freed emotionally. We should become emissary. And that passes that that tzivu was here. When it was Leishomu, when our goof was taking over our, 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 our whole machshove, that's when the Rabbanish told us, Ein minutes. I'm telling you now, forget the, forget the cheres ha-goof. You got to get cheres ha-nefesh. He gave a mitzvah of shilu ha-vodim. Tosa the yisoyed. And that's really the yisoyed of what a yid is. A yid is a person who every single day of his life, he's nis'awah. He's elevated. The difference between the people that are Nisal and the people that never go down is what's their takeaway from every day? What's their takeaway from the Nisyonis? What's your takeaway from your experiences? The same experience, you could be Miss Allah and you could go the other way. And you look at it. You see people go through a difficult time. They become Shivrei Luchas and they become Mamish disconnected or you see people are Mamish Nis Allah. Ani Hashem Amaleschem. That's the tachlis of Yitzchak Mitzrayim, and the that's the parasha Shiluch Avodim. And if a person 
is, is nichshel in that, it means he allows his nisyoyinus of yoim yoim to be more with him, does taka bring the churban. That's the churban. That's taka the churban. The churban is to take all the things that the Novi was misnabe, the aschola, the, 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 the beginning of the difficulties, and to let it degrade you rather than to be nizaleh. And that's our avodah. I'm telling you, Rabbi, if you take this music, you'll see it's a different life. It's a different life. You have a difficult experience, have Rachmanus on the other guy. Otherwise, you're going to end up being the Rachmanus. Otherwise, you're going to end up being the Rachmanus. You'll be Yenemen, Shosar Rachmanus. You should have Rachmanus on the other If you have Rachmanus on the other guy, you will elevate yourself from that experience alone that was difficult. That's going to make you bigger and better and starker. Otherwise, chas v'sholem is avodus and it takes you down to Timoyen. That's the pshat v'yadatim. The v'yadatim at the end is you may become avodim again. But the, the, the civilized Mitzrayim, the evid mentality, that has to stay with you forever. That that's why that's the part that the Ebesh says has to stay. Yeah, I'm going to have to